0: For dancers who are looking to move away from restrictive eating patterns, the road towards building a more positive, supportive, and intuitive approach with food can oftentimes feel overwhelming. Today, we're chatting about everything you need to know and consider before considering an intuitive approach to eating. Let's dive into it. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and work with dancers specifically to help them build more supportive relationships with both their plates and their bodies. I also teach dancers how to utilize food in a way that optimizes performance, but without it getting obsessive or overwhelming. Today, we're chatting about recovery, recovery from eating disorders, disordered eating, and well, the general journey of healing from restrictive dieting and diet culture. For many dancers who are moving along this journey in healing their relationships with food, the ultimate goal is to get to a place where we feel like we're eating in a normal way. What does normal mean? This can feel very different for all different dancers, but generally it means that we're maintaining a supportive relationship with food, which essentially means that we're able to prioritize nourishment without feelings of guilt, stress, and anxiety around food, we're also able to do this in a way that supports a neutral perspective around food, a pleasurable experience with food, and all while honoring the foods that are accessible to us at any given moment. This also involves a great deal of flexibility around our food choices. Now, nutrition information, it can totally be part of the story, but it shouldn't be an obsessive part of the story. For most dancers, getting to this point where you feel like you have built a supportive relationship with food, takes a consistent and very proactive effort. And the reason for that is because dancer diet culture is so prominent in our studios. And I've spoken about this before. It takes a lot of work to constantly be battling the inevitable, the inevitable of diet culture messages infiltrating us at mealtimes. It can be a comment from a family member or a friend Whatever it is, it's very possible that a dancer at any given time in their life is going to experience some diet culture message related to restricting their food choices. How you navigate these experiences will say a lot in your journey towards building a more supportive relationship with food as you heal from diet culture. Because healing from diet culture doesn't necessarily mean that we're removing diet culture out of our lives. And this is why I very specifically call the first fundamental value of the healthy dancer dismantling dancer diet culture because We are learning how to dismantle these messages. We are not fully closing doors to these messages because that's inevitable. That's literally never gonna happen. Unfortunately, diet culture is so prominent. We need to learn how to unravel and dismantle these messages, not necessarily hide from them. A few other telling examples of a supportive relationship with food include your ability to identify comfortable levels of hunger and fullness throughout your day, and your ability to honor those levels of, as an example, hunger, by giving your body a meal or a snack until it feels comfortably full and satisfied. A supportive relationship with food also encompasses self-compassion, because experiences that are often considered wrong or destructive by diet culture, examples like emotional eating, overeating, or mindless eating, are in of themselves inevitable. And as humans, we might experience them. We might experience the need to utilize food as a tool for comfort during an otherwise uncomfortable situation. There is nothing inherently wrong with this. And I've spoken about this before. Of course, we want to build helpful and more productive coping tools that perhaps don't have anything to do with food, but if food is one of our coping tools, again, it's not the worst thing we can be doing. It just shouldn't be the only coping tool that we're relying on. So it's important to have some self-compassion. If by chance you fall into an experience like mindless eating or emotional eating, like stress eating, or even an experience like overeating, it's important to consider how you're responding to that experience. We don't wanna come at it with self-ridicule. If so, that's a key identifier that you're still struggling with the dieting mentality. Instead, we want to consider self-compassion and remember that there was likely a reason for us to turn to food during these times of emotional distress. Can we instead try to intervene upon the root of that reason and consider other coping tools that can navigate us through for the future? A few other key identifiers of a supportive relationship with food include the ability to trust yourself around foods that you or someone else or diet culture has previously deemed as being off-limits or more indulgent, and as I mentioned earlier, the ability to elicit flexibility around your food choices, not feeling stressed or overwhelmed when certain food options are not available to you at that moment. So here's the thing, it's super important before you consider whether or not you are ready for an intuitive approach to food, it's important that you consider those self-reflections because implementing an intuitive approach to food shouldn't necessarily happen until you've first done a substantial amount of work to heal from diet culture. And this is oftentimes where the work alongside a licensed professional, such as a registered dietitian nutritionist, comes into play. Now in my program, The Healthy Dancer, this is a minimum 18 month program. And the reason for that is because it takes time and effort for dancers to truly build confidence in learning how to maintain that supportive relationship with food. So for many dancers, along their journey in recovering from diet culture, the use of flexible meal plans are super helpful to ensure nutritional adequacy, that we are getting in enough calories and nutrients to support our body's metabolic and physical needs. I've previously spoken about flexible meal planning and how and why this truly does benefit dancers. But as I mentioned earlier, many dancers at some point in their recovery will want to start to transition, to loosen the reins a bit as they're moving throughout their day, loosen the reins on this idea of proactively planning and fueling their bodies. But I also want to clarify because loosening the reins should never be mistaken for a carefree approach to food. I've previously spoken about this also, but I don't recommend that dancers have a carefree approach to fueling their bodies. There's a lot of obstacles in a dancer's day that makes it challenging to truly rely on intuitive cues of hunger and fullness. This essentially knocks out two full principles of the intuitive eating paradigm, specifically honor your hunger and feel your fullness. So I can't stress this enough, but busy active schedules common for dancers are making that really challenging and therefore relying fully on intuitive cues to fuel your body might not be so supportive. And in fact, within the work that I do over at The Healthy Dancer, I encourage intuitive eating as just being a tool along your journey in healing and maintaining a supportive relationship with food. So similar to how flexible meal planning and proactive fueling, and I can honestly go on and on, food neutrality, food flexibility, these, in addition to intuitive eating, are all tools that we are pulling out at different times to help support our fueling efforts. But if and when you are ready, and we're going to talk about how to identify that soon, if you are ready to transition away from what is a common intervention in eating disorders and disorder recovery, which is that more structured, but flexible meal plan, you will be making space to integrate a more intuitive approach into your practice. Now, as I mentioned earlier, not all dancers are going to be ready to do this and there are specific reasons why, but I want to cover five very specific things that you need to consider before implementing an intuitive approach. And I can't reiterate this enough. But the likelihood is, if you're questioning where you stand on any of these, it's likely that you're going to benefit greatly from working with a licensed professional, such as a registered dietitian nutritionist alongside this work. So how to know if you are ready for a more intuitive approach when it comes to fueling your body? Well, first things first, you are not actively attempting to restore your weight. Weight restoration is a very specific technique that we utilize in eating disorder recovery to ensure that a dancer's body gets back to a place where their weight supports their physical and metabolic needs. Weight restoration though, it's not only about the weight gain, it's also about the weight stability over a certain period of time. Weight restoration in of itself is often the first and most important step in recovery from restricted eating habits. And it's highly encouraged that you are working alongside a team of medical professionals throughout this process. That includes a registered dietitian, a mental health professional, and a primary care physician. Throughout this work, many dancers might need to rely on blind weight checks in the process until they are better able to start unraveling harmful body beliefs that unfortunately saturate the dance industry. So as long as you are both weight restored and sustaining that more supported body weight, that's when we can perhaps consider a more intuitive approach, but let's continue on. We also want to make sure that you are experiencing appetite regulation. This essentially means that as you go throughout your day, you are experiencing a natural ebb and flow of hunger and fullness. Early on in disorder eating or eating disorder recovery, it's very common for dancers to experience very extremes of hunger and fullness. So as an example, extreme hunger, which is then usually followed by feelings of extreme fullness. It often takes some time for this to level out. For dancers to identify the onset of early stages of hunger, so a more comfortable level of hunger, which can then be followed up by fueling appropriately to attain a more comfortable level of fullness. This also sometimes involves the use of mindful eating techniques, which are more easily to apply when we are not necessarily feeling extreme levels of hunger. We also want to make sure before implementing a more intuitive approach that you are not actively attempting to micromanage your weight. This obviously goes alongside the weight restoration process. And this is also the point in eating disorder recovery where dancers might experience a longer lapse of time, because understanding, identifying and unraveling those harmful body beliefs really takes a long time. And for many dancers, this could also be the reason why it might take years before a dancer is truly ready to implement a more intuitive approach to fueling their bodies. We also want to make sure before implementing that more intuitive approach that you are committed to prioritizing nourishment for your body. So this goes back to those conversations of food neutrality and food flexibility. No matter the choices that you have at hand, you know that your body at its baseline needs nourishment, even if it means eating foods that you have previously felt to be off limits. And the final key identifier that will help you to determine whether or not you are ready for a more intuitive approach, and I somewhat alluded to this earlier, is that you are actively and confidently replacing self-ridicule with self-compassion. Understand that healing from diet culture and building a supportive relationship with food is an ongoing process. This is not something that we achieve and mark off our to-do list. There could always be instances that come up along your path, whether that be triggering comments or experiences such as eating to a point past physical comfort or overeating, binge eating, emotional eating, mindless eating. It's important to understand that these experiences might happen. We need to make space for that. and We need to understand how to better navigate them without relying on self ridicule and judgment. I hope you found this helpful, but I can't stress this enough. If you are struggling to identify where you stand in your relationship with food, then I highly encourage that you reach out because a registered dietitian like myself can be an incredibly supportive option in this work, especially if you're starting from the beginning, if you're wondering how to unravel a lot of those messages that are coming at us from dancer diet culture. My program, The Healthy Dancer, offers just this support and a strong framework of education that will help in your journey towards rebuilding a more supportive relationship with food. I hope to see you there. If you like this video, then do me a favor and subscribe so that you will be first to know when I share new insights and new information. But until next time, I'll talk to you soon.